Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to Jags Drive Time with Ashlyn Sullivan, John Osher, and Brian Sexton. Jags Drive Time starts right now. I laugh every time I see that. The most wholesome content from head coach Doug Peterson, his first win as the Jaguars head coach, and he gets the game ball in the post-game locker room. A very cool moment for Coach Peterson as the Jaguars won big yesterday against the Colts. Welcome into Jaguars drive time. Ashlyn, Brian, and John here to break it all down. We have a lot to talk about, but that moment, I think, is what stood out yesterday. It's like deja vu all over again for last year, Brian. <laughs> I've forgotten it. Um <laughs> It was cool to see, and, and there were a couple of those around the league, you know, yeah. with new coaches who got the first wins yesterday. So I think everybody enjoyed it because it was such a thoroughly dominating victory. It made it even better. Well, in that moment, uh, I hadn't seen it, and I'm glad I waited to see it until now. I mean, what a cool moment, what a genuine moment, and what a scene that captures really everything that's gone on for the last, I don't have any months since February, seven yeah. Well, I think uh, this team believes in itself. Well, no matter what anybody thought about it. believes in that man. You can yeah. tell that. Well, without that a doubt. That was cool. You're 100% yeah. right. And I, and I think you saw that coming through that video. They know they're better than what happened on opening day. They've been talking about it all week. They showed it on Sunday, which is the, the raw energy that you take from that video. Right. And you could have given the game balls to a Trevor Lawrence or a lot of guys on defense. Josh but to Allen. give it to your head coach, I Not thought. Not if you want to be volumes. on the team tomorrow. Yeah, I know it. He <laughs> went to hold it against them. <laughs> All right, let's get into big things. We have lots to talk about. Big thing one is it's fixed. All the little things that went wrong in week one that we talked about all of last week that led to that loss against the Commanders seemed to all be fixed yesterday. Three penalties versus 13 penalties in week one. An 83% completion rating from Trevor Lawrence versus 57%. And the biggest fix is they stuck to this game plan that led to a win over the Colts. It was our plan. Uh, just the way... The defense they run, the structure, they try to take away shots, they play soft, they'll give you things underneath, they, they just make you be patient for the whole game and um, a lot of teams get impatient, try to start forcing throws downfield and really we did a good job of sticking to our plan, that was, that was what we planned on doing and uh, we executed it really well. The guys did a great job after the catch, um, and Christian was awesome and some of the other guys too, Evan had some, some great plays. Um, so really that was a plan, and it's cool being able to just execute the plan that you have all week and to do it to a T, so it was great. 
Big thing, too, is a problem. This defense is going to be a problem if they keep playing like they did yesterday. Five sacks, 13 quarterback hits. The defensive line dominated the Colts, one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. Josh Allen saying, yeah, we knew this was coming. We set a standard for ourselves. This is our standard. This is what we knew we could do last week, but we didn't do it. So it's like, okay, what we got to do to get back to that move? Uh, so, but this this is us, man. This is how we play defense. This is how we run around to the ball. This is how we create turnovers. This is how we get sacks on the quarterback. This is how we get pressure. Like this is like, like, this is how we play, and you know, and it starts in practice. It starts when we watch the film. You know, uh, and, uh, we're ready for next week. We're ready to get back there Wednesday, and uh, ready to go. And big thing three, who is the favorite now? The Jaguars now have a lot to prove. Are they the week one or the week two team consistently? That's something we still don't know. What we do know is they are on the top of the AFC South and wide receiver Christian Kirk is well worth the contract he got this offseason. For me, and the way I look at it is it doesn't say much because i got to do this for all 17 weeks, and that's my plan. Uh, this is just two weeks. That's my demeanor. I'm here to do this for all 17 weeks and help this team win. And so with me, you know, being productive and, you know, helping this team getting getting W's and, and putting us in position to make a playoff push, that's all I can ask for. Um, you know, so that's my mentality and that's my attitude for the rest of the year. And that is big things. We go back up to big thing one, and we talked about it so much last week, harping on all the little things that went wrong against the commanders. We had a list and we all said, okay, well, we think they're going to fix those because there was such an emphasis on it. But truthfully, I didn't think it'd be that big of a difference, that big of a jump in just seven days. Well, so it's fixed this week, right? They have to fix it every week. They've got to go correct those mistakes every week. In other words, um, okay, here's one, right? But don't expect that they're going to play. That was I don't want to say flawless, but that was about as good a game as you can expect a team to play. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they Last week, they scored three points in their first four red zone possessions. Yesterday, they scored two touchdowns in their red zone possessions. Last week, the quarterback completed 57% of his passes. This week, he completed 83% of his passes. Last week, there were 13 penalties. This week, there were only three. So, yes, they fixed it this week, um, and I think that speaks to the coaching staff which I think we thought was going to be a drastic mm-hmm. improvement this year, and they proved it to me at least this week. They did a great job with the plan yesterday of making sure that Trevor understood how you play against that defense and what the plan was going to be and sticking to it, and then he made good reads when he needed to. They also gave him situations where he didn't have to make reads, which I think helped him a great deal. Um, what you said is exactly right. Anybody who's been around the league forever, that and, and we've been around the league forever. forever. We have cobwebs. <laughs> but um, – uh, you're not going to get – I got questions last night from people. Oh, finally they had a complete game. Well, that's a fluky complete game. I'm not going to say it's not a fluke how they played, but it's a fluke to have a 24 to nothing when you – you know, it's hard to get to that every week because sometimes even when you play well, you need the other team to play into it too a little bit. Uh, the Colts gave away some red zone opportunities. They were playing without their, their two best receivers, their best defensive player. Mm-hmm. Credit to the Jags for this, though. They had a team come in here that was set up personnel-wise that gave them a chance, the Jags, and they took advantage of that chance, and they hammered it, and they made it not even close. They would not have done that in the past. No. So when you shut a team out in the NFL, you need the other team to do something wrong as well. The Jaguars are now good enough to take advantage of that situation. That's the big difference. I do want to say this. I've read that the Jaguars took advantage of a Colts team that was not at full strength. And that's true. 
Sure. But Shaq Leonard. That's what you're supposed to do. Well, sure. Right. <laughs> but, but Shaq Leonard and Michael Pittman were on the field here in January, and that didn't help them then. Right. And I'm not sure that either one of them. Now, it wouldn't have been a shutout, and it wouldn't have been as. But I'm not sure either one of them dramatically changes the outcome of this game. Um, the Jaguars, I thought, were the better team. I'm going to explain it when we get to hot takes. Mm -hmm. And they proved it. And I don't think. There was, there's a lot of questions on this team because it's all so new. New coaching staff, new players. But they proved one thing yesterday, that they're capable of putting together a good plan, like John said, and, and, it, and executing yeah. it. But lest we think that's, that it's fixed, right? they got to do this again. That's the big thing we're getting to. They proved they can do it. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, it's not realistic to think they're going to do it 15 times in a row. The league doesn't work that no. way. But given their circumstance yesterday, they were good enough to do that, yep. well-coached enough to mm -hmm. do that, mature enough as a team to do that. That's the big change for this Now, year. there's a couple of things that give them a chance to do this. I don't want to say do that because you're not going to see that. But to go win every week. And that defensive line yeah. was so good. And we're going to talk about Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker. But Roy Robertson-Harris and Adam Gotsis and Devon Hamilton and Foley Fatukasi all made plays. Not just tackles. Made plays. Pushing guys into the quarterback. Stuffing the run early. I mean, one of my keys to the game last week, John, was stop Jonathan Taylor early. At the end of the third quarter, before that 21-yard run, he had nine carries mm -hmm. for six yards. Yeah. I mean, we, he had back-to-back -back runs of like 21. and it, I mean, In four plays, he had two 21-yard runs. Yeah, and except so for that, did, did in, an incredible level of nothing. Usually when you slow a guy down in yep. the NFL, you slow him down to that degree. To shut him down to single digits, which is what he did aside from those it two runs. epic. It is phenomenal. And again, when I said fluky earlier, I mean a little fluky to not have them score. The yeah. win itself wasn't even close to fluky. Credit to them for being able to take advantage of that situation. In the first half, change. totally. In the first half of the last two games against the Jaguars, with both of it's been played here, right? He has a grand total of 24 <laughs> yards. That's crazy. He had 161 last mm -hmm. week in Houston. The Jaguars did a phenomenal job. And that offensive line... Adam, uh, or not Adam, Quentin Nelson is the best guard in football. Ryan Kelly is considered to be one of the better centers in football. Braden Smith is a good right tackle. And the Jaguars just took him apart mm -hmm. at what they do best. Right. That defensive line, and in particular those three guys and the rotation, four or five guys inside, they're really good yesterday. And Josh Allen kind of matter-of-factly in the post-game locker room said, well, we know they had their two best receivers out. We knew they were going to give it to their best player, Jonathan Taylor. So we just stopped him. Well, that's where like, the ah, credit science. is due. Well, <laughs> they stopped him. And then once they stopped him, the Colts didn't have an answer on right. third and long. Pittman not being there hurt them a great deal in terms of they didn't have it above the X's and O's guys never to go to in that right. situation. But the Jaguars knew what was coming, and they stopped it. Uh, they haven't always done that when no, they know it's coming no. aside before. No. So that's a huge difference. Absolutely. And that is big things when we come back on Jaguars Drive Time. Some highlights from the Jaguars went over the Colts yesterday. Call CarShield now if your car is on a manufacturer's warranty. Don't get stuck with expensive mechanical and computer screen repairs. Call CarShield. We're back, Jaguars drive time on a Monday. Let's relive yesterday's game from the Jaguars and the Colts. A big win for the Jaguars. They are atop the AFC South going into week three. Let's start with the first offensive possession for the Jaguars. A 16-play drive that was kept alive by this great fourth down play. All right, 
I'm surprised James Robinson's not in the, in the backfield, but you might see the one-on-one -on -one matchup up top, actually. Lawrence looking to throw, looks to the middle, looks underneath, has a pass complete to Zay Jones for a first down. And the rain has started to fall a little harder. Lawrence out of the gun, drops back to pass middle of the field. Christian Kirk toward the goal line. Touchdown, Jacksonville. Jaguars take an early lead, and after the game, Coach Peterson, multiple players talked about this, but I love what Coach Peterson said, where someone called it a gutsy fourth down. He said, well, it really wasn't gutsy because we were out of position to punt. It was too far for a field goal. Of course we're going forward. Well, do you remember, again, the book, if you haven't read it, <laughs> it, it, I've been waiting to see this because he talks about the chart, and he gave an example in one of his news conferences, John, where he talked about being at your own 39 facing you know, uh, third down and nine or fourth down and nine, and, and the chart says go for it. Uh, you know, in Doug's head, he's got his own chart that says go for it. He needed his team to believe in that aggressive mindset, and there was no better time than right there and then mm -hmm. to go for it. Um, I really thought that was – I said to somebody I was standing with, this one's over. Jaguars are going to play. They just had an intensity level that the Colts clearly didn't have. You could mm -hmm. see it. Mm -hmm. um, and when they went for it and made it on fourth down – uh, it just showed Doug's team is going to play Doug's way. Yep. Yeah, I don't want to overplay this, but um, it, I thought the coaching staff did a great job of getting Trevor outside the pocket in a lot of situations and giving him very, very makeable, easy decisions to make and getting confidence up. Yep. Uh, I thought that play, when the announcers – I watched the game last night and this morning, and uh, Tiki Barber, I think it was – Talked about that not being a very hard play for Trevor. Credit the coach. That was a good play by Trevor because he had the patience, the poise, the accuracy to wait for Zay Jones to clear. That play could have been screwed up. Yeah. I. Uh, so I don't think it's fair necessarily to put everything on the coach. Oh, that'd be a great job. Trevor performed within that. That was a nice little play by him, waiting for it to clear, staying calm, delivering the ball when it was supposed to. It took both sides to make that 25 or 30 happen and yesterday. I, and I, I know Trevor talked in his post-game news conference about he and Doug being very similar personality-wise, and I think that play is a great example of how those two were on the same page. Mm -hmm. right? For sure. All right, let's go to the defensive side of the ball. Josh Allen, two sacks, one force fumble on the day. Wrecked havoc on the Colts' offensive line. Let's take a look. We asked Matt Ryan about gloves, too. He said, I never wear gloves. doesn't matter what situation it is. Second down and eight from the gun. Pressure coming from behind. He lost the football. It squirts around. It's still on the field. And it was picked up by the Colts. Once you're in the Hall of Fame, you're in that exclusive fraternity part of it. A third down at six. Matt Ryan under pressure. Josh Allen throws him down. It's going to be fourth down. The Colts will have to punt. What a day for Josh Allen. And I go back to last week's drive time when, when Brian, you talked outside linebackers, Coach Bill Shuey, and mm -hmm. he said, pay attention to this. There was such a great game for Trayvon Walker. Now the attention might go away from well, him. Well, I was just about to say that. My question to him was, how long until we see the Trayvon Walker effect? In other words, you got to worry about this kid. Josh Allen is so talented, and he just kind of gave me that wry little smile that said, just wait. We saw it right there. I mean, uh, the Colts clearly understood the, the challenges that Trayvon Walker faces for their left tackle, Matt Pryor, who was stepping in and into that role this year. Um, and Josh Allen just went off. And now yeah. this week, you have a Chargers team that really wants to protect their quarterback who's going to have a rib issue. Mm -hmm. And you've got two guys coming from the outside. 
and you got to worry about where they're looping in and mm-hmm. how they're going to make plays. It was um, when you saw that, you're like, okay, yeah, yeah this is going to be fun. <laughs> At first thing, and uh, the lead into the highlight there, they're talking about Baselli in the Hall. Can we move on? <laughs> I mean, at some point, we get it. He was great. Um, but in reference to Josh Allen, I thought the Jaguars drove a lot of credit yesterday for taking a quarterback who lacked mobility and taking advantage of that and, again, taking their situation yesterday and closing the door on it. There are a couple of plays yesterday where Matt, you know, a, a more mobile quarterback uh, gets out of it. Mm-hmm. This Jaguars team knew their game plan. They knew what they needed to do. They knew what the Colts were up against, and they had a game plan where they executed it and and I shut it down. I again, I thought overall they took their circumstance yesterday and absolutely maximized it and played as well as they possibly could. Mm-hmm. And we talked at great length last week about the run pass balance and what we're going to see from head coach Doug Peterson. I think we saw exactly what he wants it to look like yesterday because you can make plays like this with James Robinson. Trevor Lawrence told us that he job of picking his spots in the secondary. Robinson bursts inside the 30, inside the 20, middle of the field, one man to beat, he goes! Touchdown Jaguars! I'm always so amazed when he scores from 30 yards away because he looks so not fast. I don't want to say slow because that would be highly critical. Um, <laughs> but I'm sitting there watching it with Fred, I'm, I'm like, pew, gone, right? James Robinson is not fast, but man, he gets the job done. There's something special about him. I can't, maybe John, maybe you can put your finger on it, but he just has an angle. He gets and and he turns and, and goes. Uh, I, I think I think it was Trevor in the post game said something interesting about him that he's an analytical runner. Um, I'm not sure if if uh, Trevor said it or if uh, one of the broadcasters said that Trevor told him that, but I think that's a good way to describe him. He's a really smart player. When he was a rookie, there were people who compare him to Emmett Smith. That's a hard comparison because Emmett's an all-time great. All-time but in terms of vision and in terms of being able to maximize things, in terms, of, in terms of knowing angles and sensing where tacklers are coming from and therefore maximizing plays, he's really, he's good. really and, good. And and I frankly had never seen him up close because of COVID. He's a big human being now. And, you know, not, not tall, tall, but big. But you can see why it's tough when he gets going and gets his body at the right angles, he knows how to run. More than that, he knows how to run effectively based on his strengths mm-hmm. and what he is. Um, he's impressive. Very. And uh, gets more impressive the more you watch him because you it's impressive how smart a football player he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's rare. Yep. Yes. James Robinson, 64 yards, longest 37, and a touchdown yesterday. And finally, we highlight the fourth quarter defensive efforts from the def- defensive line, linebacker, secondary, everyone making plays to seal this game for the Jaguars. basketball star. Matt Ryan off the play fake. Nobody's open. Dancing around. Under pressure. Bumps into his own. Man goes down. Roy <laughs> Robertson Harris with the sack. Currently, the Colts have no wins as a tie against the Texans. We're on the way to losing this one to the Jags. Not the start anyone would have expected. That ball's deflected, and it's intercepted by the Jaguars. Devin Lloyd, the rookie from Utah, was in the right place at the right time. Last week, he had the most tackles of any rookie in the National Football League since 2019. Devin Bush did it. 
Matt Ryan is back in. Nick Foles had been warming up on the sidelines. Ryan dropping back to pass, lofts it to the near side. It's intercepted again. Andre Cisco will be doing the celebrating this time. We couldn't even fit in. Adam Gotsis, Delvon Hamilton, their plays in the fourth quarter, but just everywhere you looked, this defense was sealing the game for them. Well, and the play that um, that Devin Lloyd made, reaching back to knock it away, yep. uh, that that's why he's a first-round pick. That's why they moved up to grab him. What I love was they, they were in the red zone twice with a chance to get on the board, mm -hmm. and you would think the Jaguars up 24-0 might not care that much. Hmm. No, they cared a lot. Yeah. Well, you've seen in the last two weeks, the Jaguars' two first-round picks – make athletic plays on the ball that changed moments. That's why they picked him. You also see the phrase, uh, turnovers come in bunches. Well, that's a cliche that's true because usually uh, turnovers come when the opposing team is in trouble in pressing, and the Jaguars got two turnovers there late when you're supposed to get turnovers. Uh, Roy Robertson-Harris, um, Brian, you talked about him some in the offseason, I think. He's a guy who – Seems to me very rejuvenated. Has very. a coach who knows his name, and I think that's got him fired <laughs> right. up. Great so, point. but overall, it, that play was awesome. It, it was. That's a three hundred awesome pound because man. it's what he does. He's not going to be a quick move pass rush guy no. to get there. Stayed persistent. Used his uh, talent and bulk with it, you know, to make a play. And I think it's significant that you had Gotsis, Key, Roy Robertson, Harris. They talk about defensive line play needing waves. Uh, it wouldn't it. surprise you had Smoot got one yesterday. I don't think they have any pro bowlers in that bunch, but they've yeah. got a bunch of guys who are all making plays. Some talent acquired over the last couple of years is starting to come to fruition. I love Roy Robertson-Harris because he plays like he's Josh Allen. He, he's got the length, and he's got the strength, and he pushes guys back. But that was all effort. That mm -hmm. was persistence. Oh, yeah. Could have given up. 100 percent and he made that play and hit the energy that he brings I mean, he's a terrific player <laughs> he's Not, the loudest in the locker room yes. he's good remember two weeks ago when there was panic they cut all their defensive tackles they can't stop the run what are they doing they're idiots yeah. just, just they relax yeah. settle down right. well yeah <laughs> those are our highlights from yesterday's win over the colts and we come back on jaguars drive time some hot takes on the jaguars digital network What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back, Jaguars. Drive time on a Monday brought to you by Car Shield. Lots of hot takes after a win. So let's go to Brian Sexton. What do you got? You know, I, I'm, I'm tempted to say the Jaguars are going to win the division, but I haven't seen the Titans. Right? Down, boy. They play tonight. Well, here, but here's why. Here's why. Uh, the Colts are done. 
They were mortally wounded here in January, right? Uh, they have played like dogs the last four games they've played. The yeah. Raiders, the Jaguars, the, the, the Texans, and the Jaguars. I mean, just eh. They bring in Matt Ryan, Stephon Gilmore, Unique, and Gakwe. None of them were a factor yesterday. Uh, I don't believe I, – I, I just – right, it's early. I just saw nothing from them. Nothing. I, I think they are 8-8. Eight eight. I just don't see it. Um, I, I've seen the Texans twice. I've watched both their games. Huh, not there either. I got to see the Titans tonight. I didn't see their game against the Giants, but they lost Harold Landry 12 and a half sacks, and they lost a, a high-dollar safety, and A.J. Brown's gone, and Ryan Tannehill's under question. They're well-coached. Um, so I'll say the Jaguars will make a run at it in this division because I, it's too early to say. Mm-hmm. And you've got a team that needs to stay healthy and needs to grow. Um, but I don't think I'm way out on a limb to say I think they're going to make a run at it after watching that Colts team yesterday because I think they are toast. And they're supposed to be the best team in this in this division. Yeah, all offseason. If you're the best team in this division, you don't go tie the team that's the worst in the division and then get your butt kicked and get blown out 24 nothing. I think they were wounded. I think they might as well take that apart and start reconstructing it around some of the good players they've got. Yeah, I'm not going to say they're done until I see them with uh, Leonard and Pittman on the field. But uh, um, So uh, I think the Jaguars, I'm not going to say they're going to make a run at the title yet. I guess I want to see what happened yesterday and the first week over the course of four or five weeks before I'm ready to say they're going to make a run at the division title. Um, I think they're But you make compelling team. points about right. the division – uh, I think what's going the vision's think, not very good. I think what we see tonight from the Titans mm-hmm. we'll will mean a lot. If the and Titans go get their doors blown off tonight, right? Well, it, I know it's, it's even the hard Bills to say. And it's Monday night. It's football. against the Bills, so they might get their blo- uh, other doors blown off. Regardless, and but and remember they okay. faded fast at the end of last year as well. You know the Texans and the Giants. I mean, they just they have not played good football, and they've got a problem with their quarterback right now because now he's. They draft Malik Willis, and now he's a little mental about where's my role in this thing. I really thought the move to trade A.J. Brown hurt them. It's a weird move. It, it, it did. Was weird, he, yeah. was, he was such a dominant player. I think from the top to the bottom of this division is closer than anyone thinks. And I'm just going to say it. I think what we saw yesterday was a really good coaching staff with a talented roster that can get better as the season goes on. Now, they've been remarkably healthy, right? Remarkably. I can't remember, John. Yeah. In 28 years in this game, seeing a team in week two with no one on the injury report from Monday to Sunday, that's not going to happen all season long. But I think when it's all said and done, this team will be pushing at the division title, pushing hard. If it, my and I, John, I hear you when you say we don't know the consistency of this team right now. Are they week one? Are they week two? Are they somewhere in the middle? Because if they can play somewhat close to well, yesterday, well, then I'm heck betting yeah. that they're somewhere closer to the Doug Peterson's team that we saw yesterday. For sure, I think they're closer to yesterday. Because I didn't think they were that bad week one. I mean, it, it had had they had one sack fumble at the end of the game, right. uh, the fans would have been talking about Doug Peterson's coach of the year after week one. So I mean, <laughs> that's how that goes. So I think they're I think they're close to what they were yesterday. I think what we have to see is um, now there will be adversity as you move forward. They will be playing teams that you know have all their best players, and, and the Jaguars won't be healthy. It's how you get through those consistent moments that I want to see before I'm ready to put them in the division title. Just, I, I expected this Colts team to come in with something to prove. Even mm-hmm. without Pittman, who had five catches for 71 yards in the game here in January, and Leonard, who was on the field and didn't do much in that game in January, um, I expected them to come in you know, with a burr for under sure. that saddle and the owner and all the pressure and the, the score in the locker, all of that, and they did none of it. 
-hmm. which tells me something about that team and maybe that franchise. Yeah. That's a good hot take. It got us talking. Well, you might as well go hot. You might as well go hot in week two. That's what Monday's for. When you beat someone 24 to nothing, especially with those circumstances, you can go a little hotter. I agree. John, what do you got? I've got to be good. uh, And he doesn't know. Oh. (laughs) Christian Kirk uh, might be doing the parentheses near impossible. And when I say that, you know, it, it's so hard when you get signed as a free agent to ever live up to a contract, mm-hmm. whatever that means. And I almost hate this take because I'm self-hating. So I, I just don't lows, like me. Lows, but Because um, it's impossible to live up to contracts in the NFL. Oh, and yeah. it's, a, it's a silly topic. But he's 12 for almost 200 yards now. Uh, I don't think he'll keep up that pace. That's a hard pace to keep up. But – what a difference he has made for this offense. How clear it is that he is going to be good. The things he has done so far, um, there's nothing fluky about him. Mm-hmm. He hasn't gotten his yards from going deep. He, he's been consistently productive. Uh, we had said all off season that he was going to give Trevor an incredible asset by his ability to get open and, and his reliability and where he would be open on the field. Now we have seen that. He gets open for easy, makeable throws for Trevor. I'm not going to say easy. I couldn't do it. But for him, <laughs> you know, he gets open where Trevor can use him well. Um, they clearly took an attitude in free agency this year. We have to upgrade, and we are going to pay to upgrade that position, yep. and we don't care what people think of it. Well, uh, that's the market a, now, by the a way. A very, very good signing that – Early on, has the look of being one of the better signings this team's ever made. Devontae Adams got, what, $29 million a year? He had one catch yesterday in that loss for 12 yards. I'll take Kirk. Um, With the rate you're going, now you're going to put Christian in the Hall of Fame. They're winning the division. Christian no, 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 no. Devontae Adams is terrible. Go, Brian, go. I didn't say they were going to win the division. (laughs) Let me be clear. I said they're going to make a run at the division, and I I still believe that. Uh, The Kirk thing is something that you've talked about since Blaine Gabbert was the quarterback. Young quarterbacks need guys they can depend on. Who They will be where they're supposed to be at all times. And Jaguars quarterbacks, whether it was Blaine Gabbert or Blake Bortles or even um, Trevor Lawrence up to this point, have not had that. Mm-hmm. Christian Kirk is the first guy that they can say is where he's supposed to be and you can count on him since, you know, David Garrard was the quarterback. I'll let Shlunga to her hot take, but Evan Ingram's got an element to mm-hmm. that, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, not as big. He's the Alshon Jeffrey in this offense. But that happened a little bit yesterday, too. Those are two really reliable things for Trevor right Mm -hmm. now. All right, my hot take is the Jaguars are going to end this first quarter going 500. I know you would say after watching yesterday's game, well, yeah, duh, of course, look how they played yesterday. But when we talked about this first quarter in the preseason, in the offseason, we saw three road games to start this season for a very young team. We thought, yeah, that's a little tricky. I think the Jaguars will beat Philly and Philly. I think it's going to be tough to beat the Chargers on the road. I think Justin Herbert will play, and he's enough of a good quarterback, even with a rib injury. I think to beat this Jaguars team, but if you would have told us, you know, in July that the Jaguars are going to end this first quarter going 500. I Boy, think- I work with confident people. You've got them winning the Super Bowl. Schlin's got them winning them on the road. one game it's in two a, it, weeks. I don't well, I think mean, that's outlandish. Sometimes with you, John, we just, road we're just positive 19. by Let's default. Let's see it happen. It's going to happen. Uh, that's Sometimes we're this just is positive hot takes, by default. Yeah. For goodness sakes. Yeah. There. I said it. Everything's rosy in I, the um, land. I can see them I can see them getting a win in the next couple of weeks on the road. Yeah. yeah and ending that streak. Why yeah. not in two weeks in Philly? Why not? It's well, very intriguing this week to yeah, watch the Justin Herbert uh, yeah. rib situation. 
uh, you know. Oh, now you have being the we'll Chargers. <laughs> Look, my so hot, it's be interesting. My hot take before I just decided to go for it was going to be that the Chargers will be cautious with Herbert after watching this tape, right? Because yeah. it's going to be very on the cusp of whether you know they should play him and how can they protect, right? A flak jacket only does so much. Will they be able to protect him with this defensive line? So you think they'll we'll sit see. him? Oh, I, it's way too early to say. I don't know. I think he I, plays. You see, yeah, yeah I, would, I, would ima- I would imagine that he does. But it wouldn't surprise me if the Jaguars go out there and play well. Yeah, and John has them beating the Chargers. Yeah, so I don't think that. they'll sit. Uh, <laughs> if they have a choice, they won't sit Herbert. They're one and one. I mean, yeah. they are a team that didn't make the playoffs last year. They're under a little pressure this year. I, I, I don't think they will sit him in this situation. Right. We'll just see where he is medically. Yes, for sure. All right, RJA lineman of the game goes to this entire offensive line. The Colts defense only pressured Lawrence. Three out of 30 drop back passes, only 10%. That's the lowest pressure percentage Lawrence has faced his whole career. The Jacksonville Jaguars would like to thank Wesley, Alexandra, Rodney, Cassandra, Jim, and Steve for all they do to help our community thrive. Please help us recognize JA's frontline team of the game, representing the 2,000 employees who work hard to serve you each and every day. We'll be back on Jaguars Drive Time. Move the freight, move the freight. Magellan Transport voted coolest office space in Jacksonville. Apply online, www.magellanlogistics.com. We're back, Jaguars drive time on a Monday busy week as the Jaguars get ready to fly to Los Angeles on Saturday to play the Chargers. Doug Peterson voting for a one-day trip to California. Every coach has their philosophy with that. We've been with coaches who go early. Coach Peterson goes on Saturday. I don't know about the logistics Well, you've got that, teams that but. travel into Denver on Friday because of the altitude. Everyone's got their own way of doing it. it for the coach, he wants to keep, I'm guessing – if, if, if it's the same reason that Tom Coughlin did it, he wants to keep everything on schedule. Yeah. You know, they'll leave at a time that will have them landing at a normal time out there, you know, like 3 o'clock, which is when they would normally be landing anywhere else. He just wants to keep it simple and keep it consistent. Yeah, no shakeups. One final thought before we go. Here we go. Schlin said they're going to win one of these next two games. I've been a little bit of a, nev- a, uh, a negative Nelly today, not really wanting to buy in. If they come back from Philly 2-2, two and two, then I'm in. I mean, I I think that will show me that sort of consistency. Um, So uh, I think these next two weeks are very interesting on that front. And write it down. That'll be my hot take. I'll I'll say division push if they come out of this stretch. And and we've got two more shows this week and plenty of time. But I do want to say this. (laughs) Jaguars are going to go to L.A. and they are going to face Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack. Uh, And they are they are terrors on the edge, right? They are what Josh Adams and Trayvon Walker hope to be. Um, the two tackles have played okay. They both have to play better. They better be dialed in this week yeah. because those two guys matchup. can really wreck your game plan early. And you're an L.A. guy. You need to watch yourself Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I haven't Me, noted. an L.A. guy, right. Drive time Monday, post Philly, John, hot take. Note it. Yeah. There you have it. Jaguars drive time on a Monday. We'll wait for two weeks for John's hot take. We'll be back Wednesday morning here on Jaguars drive time. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.